everyone. Dave and Jeff, podcast on a Sunday night. Actually, we're watching Sunday Night Football right now. Fun. You just said it a second ago. It is great to have football back. Uh, well, before we get into football, Dave, I have breaking news for you. Ready for this? We don't have a sounder. Uh, after 17 years, 17 years at Fox Sports Radio, JT the Brick out. Fired. Gone. Wow. For what? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> probably yelling, uh, probably yelling, go ahead. Dave Eastlake, go ahead. Uh, Rosie and I. I was driving today, and unlike Bob Woodward, I'll tell you who my sources are. My source is the great Darren Smith. Yeah. Sent me a screenshot of Brick on social media, thanking everybody, thanking the listeners and everybody he worked with at Fox Sports Radio for a great 17 years. What's funny is when you think about that, you and I were at KFMB and still had a year to go at KFMB when he started there. Oh, wow. That's how long he had been there. And and Brick and I go back. People don't remember. He had a Sunday night show. He bought the time on KFMB, and uh, he bought the time, and he and I hit it off great because I was often in there uh, on a Sunday night after Chargers or whatever else, and he asked me to go work on his show, and I, I chose to stay at KFMB. You and I saw him and Tom Looney a couple of years at the Super Bowl. Great really, guy. Really good dude. Both you know, of those guys. I didn't Tom's realize a great you had a relationship too. with him before. I oh, was, yeah. Because I was always amazed how nice he was to you and I when he didn't have to be. Yeah, we, we went back to KFMB. He bought time, started his show, and that's really how he got it. Yeah. By, he really knew. He said, it's going to be worth it to me. Been a stockbroker in La Jolla, made some dough. And started buying, I don't know what KFMB charged him. Probably wasn't that much at that time. And he bought it. And he had every fucking lunatic that he yeah. could think of. All his friends called in. So it sounded like he had a shitload of caller. I mean, he really was smart how he did it. But he's just a, a really, really good dude. And uh, I, I like him a lot. You surprised uh, basically people associated with the Raiders that all of a sudden there's this big shakeup. I mean, we see Bert well, Musburger is even going to be part of it. The, the Raiders have done so many things to me that is kind of getting rid of the old Oakland Raiders and yeah. looks like they're moving forward. God, Dave, I felt that way today watching the Charger game. Um, I watched part of that Charger game, and then when you get in the car and it's Matt Money Smith and it's Daniel Jeremiah, Yeah. and I'm sorry, man, I'm like, Dude, where's Ted? Where's Hank? Yeah. Where's Josh? Where's whoever? Um, and then, like, just looking at the offensive line, you go, "Who are these players?" You don't, you don't really know anybody on the team, and it just shows you how quickly everybody transitions out. It changes quick. You know, you know, I was at the Charger game today. Okay, yeah. so just just a couple things. Um, I saw Bill Johnston. Oh, really? Which was great to see him, and it was it was fun. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I've been here like 26 years. You're the one that decided to stop coming, yeah. you know? And Bill works with the San Diego Padres now, and he goes, well, it worked out great because the Padres were in Cincinnati, but he goes, I wanted to be here because it was Players Weekend. And so, which is they oh, wow. usually do much later in the yeah. season. They don't do like that Like Alumni one. Weekend? Yes, Alumni Weekend. Was Hank there? I'm sure Hank was there, but this is how they yeah. did it. They completely fucked this up. Yeah. What they did was they had a group of people, and there was a big sign that said 1960s. And they're yeah. standing behind it. Then there's a big sign said 1970s, 80s, 90s, whatever. And there's a p bunch of people with a band that would, as they would say, the 1960s. And then they'd play a band would play music from the 60s. Then they did it all the way through. Okay. The, the band sucked. Yeah. They didn't announce one player. Nah. They're not going to so, do that. Nobody knows any of these well, fuckers. Well, the thing is, if you want people to say, hey, there's a history of Charger football, yeah. because that, otherwise, why do a player's weekend? Why do it at all? 
but they didn't announce anyway. They kept showing highlights, and I said to the guy next to me who's from New York, and he, I said to him, I go, it is so strange how many highlights they've showed of Rodney Harrison. Yeah. And I'm going, they didn't have a good relationship with Rodney Harrison at the end. No. Then they show a million of Junior, and, they don't, and I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. But all those guys on the field, I think they all thought, Jeff, they were about to have their name introduced because they were looking at each other too going, that's it. That's it. It was a big waste of time. It was, I thought, Fuck off. I thought they did it early, honestly, for Bobby Beathard. You oh, know, yeah. as as he's progressing through his disease, that I said oh, they're knocking this out now. Oh, but shit. but that's yeah. why Bill Johnson showed up to see those guys, yeah. and there was there's nothing. It was just a big fucking but, waste of time. But, but my point is, the Chargers today sold out twenty five thousand. Okay, that's all it takes up there is twenty five thousand. Are just, you sure they sold out? I heard they yeah. had tarps up again. No, they have certain tarps that have to be up. But yeah, it sold out. It's the same as it's always been. They have the tarps at the very top, and they aren't as big as whatever people think they are. It's not like what it was at the A's games or. Remember when they did it at Jack Murphy for a little yeah. bit? No, it's not like that at all. It's just tarps that say Chargers. They aren't locking off a secondary market. You could buy yeah. up until, but, but I there think were a couple thousand seats. It's, it's available a fire for code. It. It's a fire code thing. Is what there's what they say. Anyway, they announced a sellout. I don't know what people want to say that hate the move, but yeah, it was pretty fucking full. And if people if seats were empty, all you had to do was look towards the entrance, and you could see thousands of people walking around. Red or blue. And so, oh, it was mostly red. It was probably 75% yeah. red, which, but the Chargers will tell you the money's green, so fuck off. They don't care if you're in San Diego and you follow the team or not. What they're looking for is people that are going to support the team, whether the new Charger fans or old Charger fans. I saw a ton of people this time, and the shirts might have been free. But Los Dave, Angeles t-shirts. What's, what's going to happen in two years when they go from 25000 to $75,000? Oh, that's why this season is so important. That's why today was devastating. Because yeah. for the ninth straight time, they lost to the Chiefs. You lost a home game to a team inside your division. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are saying, and I talked to people in the press box, say, what do people think of the Chargers up here? People going, the Chargers and Rams are going to the Super Bowl. I go, that's funny. I wrote that down as a joke that I picked the Chargers and Rams in the Super yeah. Bowl. And they go, if the Chargers do well, you know, L.A., they'll jump on. If the Chargers fall short and embarrass themselves, then they're really fucked in a couple Aren't years going to that the new Clippers, stadium. Though? Oh, they're always going to be the Clippers. Yeah. Just like the Angels are always going to be second to mm -hmm. the Dodgers. It's just that's just the way it's always it's always gonna be. You know, one thing that I thought was funny they did a they do a thing. You went to a game last year, mm -hmm. was it the Chiefs game you went to? Yeah, same game. So it, 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 what they do is they show Kansas City and they show Los Angeles. So they compare different things. What does LA have? What does Kansas City have? Mm -hmm. And then they show Kansas City's biggest uh, star attraction and they show the Kansas City Royals, LA's biggest star attraction, and then they show LeBron James and the place went ape shit. You yeah. know, and yeah. you go, it, it's it's the Lakers. So yeah, the Chargers are gonna be the Clippers forever. Forever they, uh, they're going to be the Clippers. Chargers, to me, feel like, it's a funny term, but they feel like the new kid trying to buy friends. Yes, like, they are. They're, it's so awkward. You're 100% right. It's the best like, way to call it. Like, everything about it is so awkward. Yeah. And, I don't know. Uh, I didn't see any of the Spanoses. And just to let you know, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go in the locker room for this game, which I usually do, but ESPN yeah. was running Sunday Night Baseball. I go, you can go home. I fucking ran to the car yeah. and, ran, <laughs> and got home got an hour it. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, I'm trying to think. Maybe it was Trotter a couple of weeks ago who said, "Will they ultimately end up in Orange County? Could they ultimately end up in Orange County?" Kind of like what the Clippers are doing to buy, build their own place and get well, away. Well, but they're going to Inglewood. But I mean, like at least for for the for the Chargers, try to find a way. Like, I mean, I don't know. Orange County to me is Anaheim much more than it's San Clemente. And if you go Anaheim, I still think people down here view that as L.A. I think you're probably right. It's, yeah. You know, the offices and in, in you've been to the offices in Costa Mesa. Yeah. I think it'd be easier for a lot of Charger employees and players if they were oh, to do yeah. that. Now, there are a lot of players who want the whole Los Angeles name. 
And who knows how they decide yeah. to go about that. Someone told me also Philip Rivers is moving up to L.A. I haven't, I haven't I heard know. that, but saying it's kind of ridiculous, this back and forth, that he's making the move to L.A. Well, it, it's a weird thing, but if you have uh, Spectrum Sports, where the yeah. Laker games are, and how they did backstage at Lakers, uh, Fox Sports West, I mean, well, of hard knocks, Fox Sports West where you get Angel Games and Kings Games. Yeah. They're doing Rams 360 throughout the course of the year. So that'll be like a Rams hard knocks. But then the Spectrum Sports, where the Laker games are, not where the Dodger games are, they're doing backstage Chargers. And I'm telling you, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it because it's, I mean, the, the things that they are doing in L.A., it would have been absolutely shot down immediately. If Fox Sports San Diego, I guarantee you Fox Sports San Diego, without talking to anybody there, but I bet if I could get to Henry Ford or Jeff Bile, guys that were pulling the strings a couple of years ago, um, the same way that you have Padres POV or those kind of shows, I guarantee you they tried to do something like that with the Chargers, and the Chargers were like, fuck no. But now when you're dying in <laughs> yeah. L.A., all of a sudden, you have backstage chargers, and the guys from Spectrum Sports, man, I love the show they do on the Dodgers. I, I have that Dodger channel. I can't see the Dodger games, but I have that Dodger they do a channel. Good job putting it together. Holy shit, so good, so good. It's shot like a documentary, and same what like backstage Lakers. You're on the plane. It's it's all this behind the scenes stuff. It's really cool, and it makes a team that I hated forever, the Dodgers, incredibly likable. I think anything that gives you the pull the curtain back idea, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's the Dodgers yeah. or it's the Orioles or whatever. You're gonna gonna go. I want to know what goes on in that circle. Yeah, it's funny. You look at them and you go, all these guys look incredibly young, and it it, it also feels different. Baseball, they look small. Yeah, like not everybody's all jacked up anymore. Remember, yeah. like in oh, the yeah. in the Paul Laduca, Albert Bell, <laughs> right? Uh, all those guys that. Yeah. I mean, Piazza, all those guys that look so big uh, in the day, all these guys just look like they look athletic, obviously, yeah. but they don't look like they bench 280. No, guys have changed uh, so dramatically. I was watching you know, a bunch of football this week and college football and, and watching the NFL and how it has changed. We've said this to you before, though, that we said the way these, a lot of these guys are going are they're looking more for that basketball body, the yeah. long arms. You know, Can you get long? Can you be fast? And they were showing, you know, different highlights when Kirk Herbstreit was playing like at Ohio State when everybody had the big oversized shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tearaway jerseys. Yeah, so they, great. Just, they, <laughs> they just made you look like freaking giants. Yeah. And they go, that's that's not it. It's nope. all about being an athletic. You look at a guy like a Travis Benjamin, you're like, how the hell is this guy surviving the NFL? And he's right? so, so tiny. Yeah. And you go, how does he uh, – Tariq Hill today was Holy the most God. amazing guy. Holy I think God. he was so freaking fast. And last year I thought the same thing. Insane that you go with yeah. the, all these elite athletes, there's one guy – yeah. It's so much different than everybody else. Takes off, man. Yeah. I remember Dion. Yeah. Watching Dion was like that. I didn't see never saw Bo Jackson here, but I did see Dion run by me on the near sideline, and that was something that I, I can remember it right yeah. now. Like it happened two hours ago. Yeah, you just saw certain guys and you go, Holy cow, they're just at a different level. But fun, man. I, I don't know how much football you saw. I really watched the majority of the Niners Viking game today. Yeah. Boy, Jimmy Garoppolo looked like shit. First game he's ever lost. All his time with the Patriots, his time yeah. with the 49ers, first game he's ever lost. I thought uh I thought Kevin Burkhart and Charles Davis were good. 
talking about what Kyle Shanahan said, which was, look, everybody, calm down. Yeah. He's he's played seven games. Played seven games. But then um, my son Cade and I went out today, and it was great because we went down to the Alpha Project. We went to Ronald McDonald House. We went to Rancho Coastal Humane Society. And we brought checks and dropped them off. And it was important for me to have him with me because he saw the families at Ronald McDonald House yeah. walking in. He sees the surrounding cast out front of the Alpha Project, and you see that neighborhood down there. And then uh, and then at Rancho Coastal, just to go and be reminded of the, the amazing work they do up there. And then we finally, holy shit, have sat on this check forever for <laughs> Charity Water. We got charity water out today, so we we got everybody paid, and then I'll see uh, Che Hernandez, and we'll see Carol from uh, AFSP and Yellow Ribbon tomorrow, Dave, and everybody's paid, man. Good. Uh, We've got all the checks. It's just Carlsbad and then down here and trying to see kids. Time doesn't work out, but my point was going to be on that. I didn't get to see um, a minute of the afternoon games other than, you know, watch the first half of the Charger game, and then we got out and drove around, but... And see any of the Cowboys. I don't even know who won the Steeler Brown game. I, I assume the Steelers won since everybody. Tied. Oh, is that how it ended? Tied in overtime. Oh, shit. Well, of course it was overtime, but yeah, tied in overtime. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I saw that today for Tampa Bay. Fuck, man. It was. Ryan Fitzpatrick, five touchdowns today. Unbelievable. One run in four pass. Nobody has him on their fantasy no. team. No. No. Why would you? Because Jameis Winston yeah. will be back in a couple of weeks. But fuck, it was so fun. Like, baseball to me is kind of tapered off a little bit with yeah. the pods kind of tapering off. But all of us have fantasy football teams, and it was goddamn great. Now, my brother tells me, because he's a dipshit, <laughs> sends me a text. He goes, yep, Aaron Rodgers broke his leg out for the year. Well, I'm watching Aaron Rodgers walk off the field yeah. right now, waving to the crowd, celebrating a 24-23 win. Not often you see a guy with a broken leg do that. No, you don't. <laughs> you yeah. don't. Yeah. Which uh, which member of the Rams played in the Super Bowl with the broken leg? It was Jack Youngblood, Jack right? Jack Youngblood did it, yes. Yeah, well, I didn't see Jack Youngblood walking off waving to the fans. But who knows? Maybe my mom's the team doctor at the, pa- <laughs> at the Packers. And they'll acknowledge he has a broken leg in two fucking years. If your brother worked in the media, would he be fired for announcing that breaking yeah, news? Yeah, Jesus Christ. What the he doing? Uh, right and yeah retraction <laughs> right and retraction the number one player in the nfl yeah. broke his leg i was like shit that's fantastic yes but then why is it so bad to say that you know you, what people say that oh don't fucking say that i was like dude 100 percent. i honestly hope he broke his leg like that like you're a viking fan well how much easier is the division if aaron Rodgers breaks his leg week one i will say this um yes as a viking fan you immediately go that'd be fantastic yes but truly i mean it the game's better. You want to beat the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to beat the Packers with Brett Hundley, even though they traded him. You know what I mean? Whoever yeah. they're... I want to beat Aaron Rodgers, just like I want the Vikes to beat Jimmy Garoppolo today, right? If Garoppolo's the fair-haired boy, and boy, is he going to be a stud, you want to watch that defense pound them, and that's who you want. You don't want to see him beat uh, Cardale Jones because then the Packer dorks have their built-in excuse. Yeah. But plus, the games are more fun. When the Packers are playing and they're at full strength, I love watching Aaron Rodgers against Drew Brees or Brady or whoever he matches up against. Man, it's fun. You want to see the stars in the game. You know what I noticed about this Bears-Packers game that was on tonight? And this is, this is something that a lot of people are going, what the fuck? Who cares what you're going to say on this? 
is I, one thing about the NFL I used to like is remember everyone used to wear the white shoes. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden it became the last 20 years, you see a lot of teams going the black shoes. The Packers yeah. and Bears wore black shoes about the for about the last 20 years. They yeah. kept going black. They both went back to white. The Chiefs were white. The reason I say that is the NFL always seemed, I know Joe Namath used to be goofed on for yeah. it. But I would say you look faster when you're wearing the white shoes. And then I'm like, these guys went back to the white shoes. The Patriots have the white shoes. Do your Vikes wear, to me, the Vikes are the only team that should be allowed to go black because they used to wear the black old, win. Old school. Old school. I wish the yeah. Vikes would go back to the old uniforms when they went to the four Super Bowls. I like the uh, I like the ones. It was funny. Today, I liked them. They I don't know if they made minor adjustments or if something happened in the league, but they felt like they were different today. And I looked at them, I go, they're pretty cool. I know what you mean. The old school Tommy, two minute Tommy Kramer, yeah. Fran Tarkenton ones. Yeah, those are great. I mean, just the most basic purple, and off you go. But um, yeah, that was fun. I I like this strong, traditional uniform. How fucked up too. is this guy? Just saw a guy came down here from La Mesa. Saw a guy wearing a Forty Nine er Michael Crabtree jersey. Like, I know Crabtree had a touchdown, but it's in the fucking Ravens with the Raiders stop in between their kid and a Detroit Lion yeah. hat on. <laughs> I was like, you better get your shit together. You better get your shit together. That's yeah. That's what it goes. But I was, fun. I, I can tell you, I was hooked in week one. I, when I when I got out of the Charger game, and the Charger game was still going, I, I yeah. tried to flip on and catch how it ended because the Chargers had the ball, wanted to see yeah. a Keenan Allen fantasy, wanted to see if by any chance he did anything. What did you think and, of Jeremiah? And uh, well, well, real quick. So, I, I, But I flip on. And they have the Dodger game on 570. And, uh, KFI. Uh, and so, uh, well, that's where, that's the Chargers are at KFI. Okay, uh-huh. so, uh, but my radio went to 570. Dodgers are on, ninth inning. Boom, right off the Dodger game trying to find the NFL. You know what I'm saying? That, oh, wow. My point is that when you talk about you're tired of baseball because the yeah. Padres aren't, aren't doing great, even if the Padres were doing well, yeah. I think your interest level yep. still for me would have gone what's going on in the NFL week one. You're still, that, that's where the NFL is, how, how big it is for everybody. I only did um, – I didn't get in any pay fantasy leagues this yeah. year. And, like, there have been years when I've done, like, 15 ESPN drafts just because I love the draft and seeing if I could steal somebody. Well, then I realized I end up having 15 teams where nine guys are all the same. I yeah. don't know what the fuck I'm doing because <laughs> you fall in love with a guy like fucking uh, – who's that dipshit you and Trotter were talking about, the guy that underperformed – Charger wide receiver. Oh, we're talking Trevor Gaylor. Trevor Gaylor. Yeah. yeah. I realize I have Trevor Gaylor on nine teams. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Uh, this year, I only have four. Thank God I didn't get Le'Veon Bell in any of them. Yeah. Um, but, like, you're just into it. We have, like everybody does at work, you have a work pool. But new guy took it over this year, and I felt like walking over and hugging him. Because first time in my time at that job, he had a master sheet done. Really? Yeah. Now, you know what I mean, Dave, yes, when you do a work about. pool and then you got to come in and then you find out, ah, Larry won. Well, who's running the pool? Fucking Larry. But now I got a master sheet and I go, now, God damn it. This is how we do it. We've grown up here. Yeah. We've done it big time. So, yeah, it was good. And today, just into it. It was really fun. You asked me a second ago, I didn't answer your question, what I think of the Chargers Broadcasting Group. Yeah. Not a fan. Matt Smith sucks. He sucks. I told you last year. He's bad. So boring. And I'll say this about Matt Smith. He calls the game the way I would call the game. And I'm not that what I'm saying is I'm not a play by play guy. He's just boring as shit to me. He bores the hell out of me. And he tries to yell, Touchdown Chargers. And you're like, Oh God. Yeah. Because I I think Lewin's the best ever. I agree. And I I love Ted, man. I think Lewin's the best ever. He's so much better than Saw. 
Saw was a joke. Saw couldn't see. <laughs> couldn't see. Everybody into the pattern. Caught. Yeah, caught. Now, it was different with Lee doing it because Lee did a lot of... Like, there was a lot of fun when Lee did it, but Lewin, to me, was just Lewin the best. was the best. I couldn't agree more with you. And what yep. I'm hoping happens with the Chargers is the same thing that happened with the Tigers a couple of days ago. With the two oh, broadcasts. shit. How get, great is that story? <laughs> where they get into a okay. fist fight. Mario and Pimba, who had been the yes. voice of the Angels, and now has been the voice of the Tigers, I think, for 15, if not 16 years. Yeah. He's been there for a long time. And Rod Allen who had been an announcer with the Diamondbacks, and I never was a fan of Rod Allen as an announcer, and he's been part of the Tiger broadcast. Yeah. Dave's right. They, um, they, These two guys apparently have hated each other all year. I think they've done the games together for about four years, and there had been tension, and then apparently what set it off was a chair. Mario and, and Pimba got up and left and possibly to use the restroom, came back, and Rod Allen had his chair. <laughs> Stole his chair and switched chairs. Because we've all done that with somebody in the office. We're like, fuck, my chair sucks. You know? Yeah. Rod Allen took Mario and Pimba's chair. Why? And then a fist fight broke out. Well, they say no fists were thrown. They said that Rod Allen followed him Pimba down the hall, the analyst. So it would be like mud following Orsillo yeah. down the hall and then just start choking him. Yeah, it says physical altercation. Yeah, they say he choked him. Rod Allen's 58 and uh, Mario and Pimba's 55. I like that fight. I'd watch that. They've both been suspended for the rest of the Duh, year. They'll never be back. Yeah, the rest of the season, it's So over. fucking dumb. They'll never be back, and neither one of them will ever work in baseball again. They'll both be fucking that guy, that, the really, really annoying guy right when you walk in at the furniture store. <laughs> well, how you doing? Hey, did we? Did you see the sale on bunk beds? My six? <laughs> Dipshit. <laughs> I was I was telling my son the Mario and Pimba story when he first got hired with the Angels. Fuck me. It was a fuck me or that's a clusterfuck. No, he said fuck me, I think. <laughs> I thought he went, oh, that's a clusterfuck. He could have. Because I think that's the first time I ever heard it. Yeah. Yeah, he thought he was off. He got knocked yeah. off there on the, right, right yep. away on the first broadcast. And he cussed, it says the F word right in the microphone. And yeah. then <laughs> now he's fighting Rod Allen. So, so dumb. What, what a train wreck. But I had to look that old story up when I saw the title. Both Announcers gone. get into a fight. Yeah, they'll both be gone. Yeah. And that's it. See you later. You're done. Who do you bring in for the for the last three weeks of the season? Well, Kirk Gibson is doing games. So wow. Kirk Gibson will do it. And then it's like you, you have somebody hanging around like the, the Quiz or the Pomerans or the you know Jesse yeah. Aglers. Somebody's hanging out, ready to go. There's always, that's why these guys are so dumb. There is always somebody ready to go. Younger, better, faster, cheaper. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. How crazy Rod, is that? Rod Allen is not fucking Rod Allen K-Line. <laughs> if you're Mario and Pimba, though, and you walked away and this guy follows Done. you, aren't you saying about Mario and Pimba, you're going, man, I'm, I'm calling my attorney. This is bullshit. I got assaulted in the workplace. Yeah, you're you're goddamn John Stossel when Dr. D. Yeah. David Schultz hits you then. When a bus goes by, it hurts. <laughs> if the, Remember, if, he, he, he pops one ear drop, then two seconds later, he pops the huh? other one. That fake? <laughs> that fake? A lot of people say this is fake. That fake? Boom! <laughs> when the bus that nobody ever shows anymore is when Stossel comes back and he's sitting at the desk with Barbara Walters, and Barbara Walters is just like, she's ready to just ride Dr. D. David Schultz. She's like, that's what a man looks like. 
in a sleeveless T-shirt. But now she's got to act. Hugh Downs didn't even sit there. He was so, fuck this guy. Thought. John, how are you? Oh, when, is that when funny? A, when a bus goes by, it hurts. If the elevator dings, it hurts. <laughs> it's fake. I remember watching that with my what parents. What are you doing? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's like, holy cow. He just got boxed right in his right ear, well, and then he follows up with the left ear with two seconds later. Like, they, in your mind, you got to be, at least I have my other ear. No, I don't. No, he hit him. <laughs> no. Yeah, he hit him right there. Twice. Twice in the right ear. <laughs> Get up. That fake, huh? And then just Stossel just scurries down, runs away. Goes back to do another fucking show on how to get barnacles off your boat, you bitch. <laughs> John, a little free career advice for your friends Dave and Jeff. When a guy's all jacked up on roids, yeah. and he's just staring down at you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's not the time to say in your little nasally voice, ah, people think this is fake. What? <laughs> Yeah. A lot of people say you cry after sex. <laughs> I look like crying. No. Oh, my Ow. God. You got to YouTube it. It's up there. It's all over the place. It's so damn funny. Oh, my gosh. Find him when he talks to Barbara <sighs> afterward. It hurts. Oh, my gosh. If that the is toaster so goes off, if it the hurts. the toaster goes off, it hurts. <laughs> when Derek Togerson talks, it hurts. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> We know that thing. That's for everybody, John. Dr. D never emasculated me on national TV. Yeah, fuck. Oh, You're John dear. Stossel. What do you think Monday's like when you come back to the office? Oh, the guys are trashy behind your back. Easily. Oh, dude. What the hell's wrong fuck. with you? Yeah, what's going on? Hey, John, I just went and used the John. Don't worry, I put the seat back down the way you like it. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can say. It's all right. Yeah, we put the seat down, John. You okay? You can go in there and take a piss now, princess. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> the stuff we used to say that you, you can't even say that in the workplace anymore. No, you can't say that move. It was funny. My uh, my kid bet a guy he could nail a putt. Okay, the other day I'm just watching this thing. And yeah, the, the, and Josh, of course, misses. Can't play golf at all. Misses, and the guy immediately. Hey, that's a nice shot. Does your husband play? And I was like, dude, you should have followed up with. Actually, he does. You should yeah. just made the guy feel yeah, terrible. He does. Yeah, he, he does. And he's Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the best award show host ever. Just to give him and the, a best putter ever. Just to give him the, the nerves of just the shakes for a second. Of, yeah. Oh, no. Did I just cross the line in the workplace? Yeah, you did. <laughs> See you in court. <laughs> See you in court. <laughs> yeah. Homophobe, Hal. Oh, <laughs> that's what, <laughs> That's what they call them. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, thank you to Alan Taylor for coming down. It's so fucking great to see Alan Taylor. Oh, uh, here, Alan's give you a little story. Well. Give you a little story about Alan Taylor. We'll yeah. do his ad lib right here because he's been remodeling pools, and he has found many of amazing clients right here through this podcast. I love Taylor Made Pools. I love his girl Amy. They're awesome. But here's the great thing. Alan comes down. We haven't seen him and Amy since the event. Comes yeah. down. We're bullshitting a little bit. A couple different things. And then uh, Alan goes, hey, let's square up, get you covered. Right? We do all that. 
then he's leaving. Dave says to him, well, you know, at this house, I can never buy a pool. <laughs> Too much shade. I go, thanks. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank God we got your check, Amy. That's what I said. <laughs> then what am I going to do? Yeah, and if you see... Uh, if you see Brian Curry, ask him if he's got Matt Batty at his number. I go, God <laughs> damn it. What are we doing here? What You don't say that out loud to a friend and a family member like Taylor made pools. I'd look like it's, I could have a pool in this house and be out in it every You let him day. say that. Yeah, I'd look he's like. He's done the, it for 22 years, Dave. I'd look like the kid from Powder. People are like, don't you ever go outside? Yeah, I go outside and swim every day. You got a heater. Have too much shade. Yeah, you let him determine. Dave, I don't know that this is. You go, hey. So what I'd like to do. Maybe he's got solar, and he could direct the sun down here. Fucking guy is amazing. You ever see those three D dimensionals? No, what, yeah, I've seen those. How the hell is he going to direct solar into my pool? I I haven't done it for twenty two years. Okay. Taylor made <laughs> you tell everybody have done you it. Have. I love it. Got new TMP hat right here. These are me. Gonna wear these around on Monday. Like I said, you have pool issues. I would just say, hey, call me in the office tomorrow. I'll take care of everything. But I also want to thank Andy from uh, our loyal listener, Andy. Love this story that Alan shared with us tonight. Andy's doing a major remodel with TaylorMade Pools. Alan and Amy said, hey, now if you want to call around and get a couple more bids, Andy goes, nope, you're you're my guy. Cool. So great. And I, I said to Al, how cool is it going to be? He goes, dude, it's going to be one of my favorite jobs. So, Andy, you're in good hands. And I love the guys at TaylorMade Pools. Man, 22 years in business. And I love... I don't know what I, why I'm such a dick. I don't know why I hadn't been friends with him on Facebook, but he's showing me pictures tonight. God, they're fantastic. You see the one he did last week? Yeah. That, that's what I was saying. The, Gorgeous, co the color man. of the water. Gorgeous. I don't know if people don't go that way all the time. Just go with that, that the color that makes the water look like it's oh, like almost purple. I mean, it's awesome. It's really cool looking. And, and he's the first time he's ever been down to the studio. So he said to us, he goes, I did a pool just around the corner from here, which is fantastic. Yeah. So it's familiar getting down here. Yeah, let me tell him, don't get used to it, fucker. <laughs> The work here is done. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> exactly like that. That's what you kind of told him. <laughs> Alan Taylor's a guy. Here's the phone number. You need to call Alan. He'll do a fantastic job for you as well. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Alan's, uh, Alan's your guy. So Yeah, when you call absolutely. him, go, hey, what's Dave's fucking problem? <laughs> go ahead. That's what everybody always says. He always says the same thing. Do you want me to knock out the other two guys yeah, before we uh, before we move on? Because we got a lot of stuff we got to get to as well. Brian Curry, Brian oh Curry. I tell you, out of everything Brian Curry does, I cannot wait till he's actually working with you hand in hand. I yeah. know the day's coming. I think it's going to be extremely exciting. Mid October. Absolutely. Usually it's very very stressful, but but this is going to be a circumstance what will not. It's going to be fantastic because so the guy that's doing it for you is a guy that you can trust. And it doesn't matter that Jeff has a relationship with them. Brian Curry has a relationship with all his customers. You're never going to forget. You're going to use them over and over again and use them to tell your friends, say, this is the guy that took care of me and put me in the best situation. So if you're in the need of a home, an upgrade, or you're saying, guess what? We have more room than we used to have uh, that we need. So Brian Curry is the guy to get us into a smaller place in a better neighborhood. Don't forget to give Brian Curry a call, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Also, Brian is your guy for property management. If you need someone to manage your property, call Brian today. Yeah, I was out with my son, Cade, today, and it's funny because, like, there was no tension. It's just taken forever. Yeah. Like, it, it's really gone for a long time. It'd be nine months. I don't know. Maybe it takes that long. Shit. I don't know. I say nine months. I don't even know if it'll be wrapped up in October. I hope. I've never been divorced before. You shut your mouth, Vera. It was a TJ shotgun wedding. But my, uh, I was out with my son all day, and the thing that's been really fun 
uh, for me with them is just kind of hearing their different thoughts about what they want to do. And he goes, you know, we get this place. And he goes, on days like this, are we just hanging out, watching football? And I go, yeah, yeah, hang out, watch football. And I go, we'll just hang. And I go, shit, just kick back. I'll go knock the podcast out. We'll come back, watch a movie. I'll take you to school in the morning. It's God, that'd be great. And they, why I'm able to say that to him with the confidence that I say it every time. It feels like these conversations have come up a lot lately. And it, he has an amazing relationship with his mom. He just misses his dad. Yeah. Which is great. And uh, it's because of the confidence that I have in Brian. And it's why I said to my son, we were up in Carlsbad today. I uh, went up to Rancho Coastal, Humane, and then dropped some other checks off. And I love that area, man. I, I love being there. But my son said to me, he goes, hey, um, he goes, my feelings won't be hurt. He goes, do you like North County more? Do you like La Mesa more? What do you like more? What do you consider home? So that is a great question, I told him. And I said, to me, home is La Mesa. There you and he, go. And he said, why do you say that? And I said, because... That's where I lived when you came into my life. And I said, really? And I said to him, that's that's where me and your mom lived. And I said, well, I'm not with her anymore. I said, she's a huge part of my life. And I said, yeah, La Mesa, everywhere, Lake Murray Boulevard, that whole area, and especially where they are, I said, it's not even close. He goes, all right, what about La Mesa or Minneapolis? I go, shit, that's easier than the one you just asked me. Yeah. And I said, you and I will go back there, and we'll hang out. We'll have fun. Um, we'll fish and bumper ski right we'll wait for the city bus to go by we'll jump on the back we'll hang on to that bumper take it right down the freeway it'll be a blast no we won't um <laughs> look at you but uh but to me la mesa's home and and he was soaked by that so he said you cool with coming back I go, i'm 100 percent cool with coming back i go traffic's gonna suck yeah but um but yeah and and like i said dave it, even during the most stressful things that you go through when you have friends that are helping you, and man, he is a friend. He is a business partner. Uh, my man Brian Curry is going to take care of me, and he'll take care of you guys as well. Absolutely. My kids are trying to talk to me and tell him, why don't you tell Jeff every time he needs to find a place down here? My friend, and my, he's my, like, I yeah, love it down here. My kids are trying to get you down here. I love it down here. It's, yeah. such a, it's such a great area down here. This really is. Like Amy and Alan were saying, I, driving down here. I love it down here, man. This, this whole area down here oh yeah shit if we if we could have established 10 years ago down here yeah. um yeah nothing wrong yeah josh and jake ask me every That's day i know great. jeff's looking why does he come down here i'll tell him don't find you tell them come talk to me directly I'm not, <laughs> come talk to me directly <laughs> i'm not running i'm here the next guy of course daniel tyler i'm gonna be calling daniel tyler i'll tell you in a second why i'm gonna need a daniel tyler but i have a okay. job for Daniel Tyler, Superior Fence Company. Daniel Tyler is your guy. 2005, 13 years in the business. Don't forget about the free estimates. You don't have to worry about anything because he has so many things to offer you. Every job is an easy job, but there's so many different things he can do to make your property better, more secure, more appetizing to the eye. 760-745-4846. 760-745-4846. I completely fucked Dave over today <laughs> uh, by sending the Bob Ross picture out. Then saying, hey, when Dave said he was going to paint a landscape for Lisa Ann, I never thought he'd pull it off. But goddamn, if he didn't get it done. I love that the first person who reacted was our friend Crystal Fernandez, who married Darren Dreifert. She loved it. She wrote immediately, <laughs> oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> but the thing that I thought was looking at the brush that you had in your hand, I go, goddamn, you look like you should be working at San Diego Superior Fence. That's a big old 
uh, paint fence or a fence brush you got right there. I almost responded to you. The the, the curtains don't match the <laughs> the carpet, but I was like, if it's gonna throw up. Jesus, calm the down. Biggest afro you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, I look. Dan Tyler does an amazing job, and I was I told you in North Park. Walking through North Park like 10 days ago, so goddamn funny because there's so many of those cool little cottage houses yeah. that just have the worst goddamn fences ever. Dan, I got to get about 111 business cards that say San Diego Superior Fence, and I'm just going to write on the back, uh, call me tomorrow, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. That should be your move. That's your new marketing move. Well, or I could get, you know, whoever his competition is, San Diego mediocre fence. And right, <laughs> call me tomorrow, fuck face. And then what I tell Dan is, look, I left one of these cards here. <laughs> and, hey, we don't perform like that. No, we, we don't We're trying to put guys like that out of business. <laughs> We'll treat you with class and dignity. Oh and then gosh. I'll call and be like, bullshit. Oh, my God. If I got to take a piss, I'm not coming in your house. I got work boots on. I'll just piss <laughs> on this old fence. Uh, I love what Dan does. Uh, because it is. It's it's your house, man. Yeah. It's your 30-year. Fuck, you're locked into a contract for 30 years. Why not make it look great? Why yeah. not protect your, your asset and do it with a great fence, man? That's why I love San Diego Superior Fence. And Dan's my guy. Does a great job. Absolutely. So here's why I'm going to need Daniel Tyler's help in a little bit. Is Jerry Schneep, who's yeah. the CIF commissioner sure. for, for obviously, the San Diego schools. You'll see him all the time if you follow San, uh, high school sports. You'll see his name in the paper, unfortunately, a lot because he has to deal with a lot of garbage. But uh, Jerry Schneep is a, a great guy. You and I saw him last mm-hmm. fall at the San Marcos yeah. football game. And I said something to him, and he looked at you and looked at me. He's like, you say this to me every time you see me. Like, enough. I heard you twice the first time. And what I've said to him is, since I, I coach high school baseball in San Diego, go, here's a major issue I have, is anyone who has their kid in school, everyone knows it's always safety first. Well, those kids yeah. who are in the dugout, they, oh, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't wear helmets, they don't, they're just no. wearing hats, they aren't paying attention, they're talking to their buddies, but yet they make the coaches wear helmets like they uh-huh. do in the pros, when you're coaching first base or third base. You're 90 feet away, a lot easier to read that than read a ball that's just checked right into the dugout, and it happens like once a game. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's a ball going 100 miles an hour at one of these kids. So last week, I'll say it here, but there's one person I wanted to talk to before I, before I announced it, but it seemed like everybody in San Diego baseball knows I was offered the head coach at Benita Vista High School for nice. baseball. First thing I said when I went down to the field, I asked the, the kids that I met with, what do you guys think if I fix this fence? Meaning right in front of the dugout. I go, right now it goes up to about your thigh. I yeah. go, I go what, we're all worried about getting hit in the shin. I go, your face and your, your brain yeah. is most important. And they said, absolutely. He goes, it's ridiculous. All the kids couldn't agree more. The balls come shooting in here like you wouldn't believe. It's scary as can be. I said, I'm, I got a guy. I got a guy named Daniel Tyler who's going to come help us out. He's gonna, What's your budget? He's going to fix it. It doesn't matter. We're going to take care of it for the safety of the kids. It's the right thing to do, and I know Daniel's going to do a great job. So I'm not worried about the budget. It's actually more important to me than 
than the grass. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm making, making sure you, nice. I'm making sure Dan's getting paid. Dan Dan's getting paid. He's not doing okay. it as a freebie. Absolutely. Don't but, offer him season tickets. Those fucking <laughs> games are Dan, free. I am going to offer season tickets. He has it. That was my ace card. You jerk. <laughs> I'll oh, that's season awesome. Tickets. But yeah, honestly, Daniel Tyler's the first guy I'm calling now that I, now that I got that job over there. But that's that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to need Daniel, and I I hope more schools honestly yeah. follow because it, it, the scariest school, Jeff, is Helix, where your yeah. kids are going to go to school. You are so close, and there are, there's no fence. It's just wide open like the old '80s days when they played in like Montreal. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Oh my God. That's right? what it looks like. You're you're 15 feet from home plate, and those balls are just rocketing right into the dugouts. Um, can we get Dan a banner out in center field? Dugout fences done by uh, San Diego Superior. That fence. depends if I have to pay for these fences or not. Well, I'll work with him. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if we can have that, yes. because there'll be enough kids from Benita Vista hitting home runs. Um, That'd be fantastic. That means they'll be on KUSI, and that's a lot of free advertising for Dan. We'll we'll crunch the numbers yeah. and we'll see if we're interested. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Dan I tell and I you what, let you know that's because uh, last week at this time we we're talking about me getting a new job. All of a sudden yeah. I'm here, I'm talking about me getting another new job. Uh, just one sec, because I announced it right here, and it seems like everyone seems to know, at least in this area, that I have it, even though I haven't announced it officially uh, mm-hmm. to, to anyone else. When I was at West Hills the last three years. Absolutely mm-hmm. loved the kids there. Yeah, That's why I met nice Amy. Kids. That's why I met Alan. Great kids. Saying goodbye to kids it was, oh, was so tough, man. It was, it was really hard saying goodbye to those guys. Benita is a very close, great program. The whole deal will work out. But it's really funny how you and I have covered sports for a long time, and we'll go... Out of all of them, we love baseball, but baseball players aren't the best guys for the most part. It's a 50, yeah. it's a fifty fifty, I'd say. Yeah, Padres yeah. Padres have always had a good good lock, good True. clubhouse. A lot of clubhouses aren't very good. True. All of a sudden, I get this job just last like Tuesday offered to me, and then all of a sudden, ah, oh, he got fired at Whistles. No, I didn't get fired at West Hills. Ah, oh, he got me fired at Benita. I didn't get anybody fired. I was offered. Who claimed they uh, got fired? The guy that was fired before me claims he was telling everybody it was me. I said I didn't get. You any, ran him out. I never met the guy. I never got him fired. Hey, the guy's got okay. family. I never, never. And again, I, why'd I, you get him fired? I would never get anybody fired. Right. Anyway, moving forward, I'm very happy to uh, <laughs> to be there. But it's so funny that the negative stuff that you hear first. But man, I tell you, man, these kids were cool, just like every kid. And it's funny as I'm talking to him, I'm thinking if Jeff was here and he's never coached baseball, yeah, you would have said everything I I said at that exact point. But like- I'm a big believer in coaching up working through yeah being positive with people and and you know, mistakes are going to happen the whole deal but it was uh it was interesting meeting a whole group of kids that i didn't know one of them you know well, at west hills at no at benita at, oh yeah at, at west hills i didn't know those guys either but i knew the head coach who introduced me to everybody yeah and uh mickey d who's the head coach at west hills is is uh the number one guy for me baseball wise and so i can't think of enough for bringing me on and let me spend time with him the last three years or so but it's been uh, fantastic at West Hills, but this experience who will, are the will be main, fantastic as well. Who are the main rivals for Benita Vista? East Lake High School. Well, fuck them. The East Lake High School where my kids went to school. Oh, where shit. Where I coached for seven seasons. It's on. Yeah, it's kind of weird. What do I do yeah. with all that East Lake shit <laughs> I used to have? <laughs> you know what you do? You, no, I'm not going to say. I'm like, <laughs> I'll donate it. <laughs> what? I'll wash it. You I'll clean it, it up. I'll fold it up. Yeah. And it'll be nice. I'll donate it. Sure. That's, somebody, yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly. You never burn anything. No. That's stupid. Here's the, no. Somebody will wear that. And it'll be cool. That was exactly what I said to do. I said, let's wash it. Bring it down downtown. You go when you go to a Padre game. There are tons of people going to eat stuff. The weather's going to get How about cold in a couple months. With the Alpha Project, it could do it that way as well. But then I said to because I got a ton of stuff after like seven years. Yeah. That I was I there and what does it look like? I'm vindictive of going. That Palais must have given his stuff away, and all it shows is these East like baseball players end up on the worst scenario ever. They don't move on with their lives. They end up right here. 
Yeah, no, I would, uh, yeah, donate that shit off. It's That's cool. A, it's all in good shape. Everything's in good shape. Oh, yeah, donate yeah. back to the high school. Yeah. Well, the kids don't want that stuff. They don't want the oh, stuff yeah. the coach wore. Yeah, but yeah, and I got jackets, sweatshirts, tons of hats, everything. No, I might, I might go down some of that shit too. If you guys are slow getting out of the gate, <laughs> no one you you are slow getting out of the gate. You son of a bitch, dude, you're gonna be on the other side heckling me anyway. Oh well, can you believe this fucking guy? Yeah. <laughs> you believe what he did to Johnny Benita Vista? His name was Albert. Yeah, you never make the last out at third base, jerk. He's yeah, at me. you fuck. <laughs> I mean, can't call me fuck for being home plate. Cross the line, my man. Come on, Blue. <laughs> on that purple bandwagon? Huh? <laughs> oh, I didn't know Joe Rogan over there, podcast guy, was coaching. You guys sound like the guy does it with them. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. What's the, uh, what are you guys over there? The Cougars? The Barons. What? The Barons. Benita Vista Barons. Been around since 1966 at school. What are, you, what are you doing? The what? The Barons. B-A-R-O-N-S. Isn't that Trump's kid's name? Yeah, it is. That's it. They named him after Trump's kid. How about Trump's kid named him after Benita Vista? What do you want me to say? Are you about to trash a 10-year-old kid right now? No, I was going to say, is that your logo? Cute kid? Nice shirt? That kid's a cute kid, man. That's a tough life for that kid. Is that kid 10? How old is that kid? He's a young kid. I don't kid. know. Yeah, I'm thinking Trump's 72. Yeah. He's making no, it happen I, in his 60s. Look, I bought the book that's coming out Tuesday. Bob yeah. Woodward, uh, Woodward book. Yeah, I bought it. I love all that shit. Yeah, um, I uh, no man, I I never kids man kid, off limits. Absolutely off limits. And that kid, I, I don't know what his life's like, man. Got a hot sister. <laughs> well, he can't do anything about it. Did you what see? good does that get him? Oh my god! Somebody sent me this today. There's on Twitter. There's Jeopardy Sports. Have you seen yeah. this shit? Jeopardy Sports. And the guy sent me one. I got to fucking retweet it. It was so funny. What does a guy say when he's done fucking his cousin? And the answer was roll tide. That's not nice. Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch is right. Um, I don't really have much tonight. I have two things and then I'm pretty much done. Okay. Um, both kind of straight up. Shout out to my friend Jake Palais. Shout out to Jake Palais for the video that he did yesterday. Uh, I love this kid, man. Like, he is my own family. And as Dave wrote, um, the struggle is real. Dave has known it, obviously. I have known it. And it's very concerning. And a lot of things, when we were at 1360, Dave would leave because he was concerned about his mother-in-law, but there was just as much concern for Jake. And what I've watched Jake do and just my dealings with him is I believe in some roundabout way that the stories that have been shared on this show have allowed Jake to realize it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. But I thought um, the video that he did yesterday was awesome. For a guy who I does, didn't know he did it. Not until you replied on Twitter. I didn't know he made a video. That was great, man. I just, uh, I, I I love him so much, and he, he's just my guy, and I send him really shitty stand-up comedian jokes and tweets because Jake wants to do stand-up comedy, and I'll send him shit, and I'll be like, you know what? Get back to me and your material's this good. <laughs> and he'll write me back, I fucking hate that guy. And I'm like, and it's just, it's great, man. But, but when somebody steps up 
and shows the courage that he did to let his guard down. Uh, it was awesome. And the other thing that was awesome was all the people that came out to support yeah. you and support your family and, most importantly, support Jake. That's the, what I care about most. And, and I loved it, man. He's such an amazing dude, and he's so fucking funny. He's just so funny. But but the pain is real, and he fights it every day. I fight it every day. A lot of you fight it every day, and uh, I just couldn't, Dave, I couldn't be more proud of him uh, knowing what he talked about as talked about his suicide attempts there. Uh, Godspeed to him, man. He's, he's just, uh, I love him like he's my own, and uh, I just couldn't be more proud of the courage he showed. You know, as far as, Here's here's a little quick background because there's not a lot on this show. The people that listen to this about you and I that they don't know everything. I mean, yeah. well, honest God, this is the last like secret thing that I've I've kept quiet because For sure. because it's, him. it's a minor. It's his it wasn't a minor. It was a minor. He was a minor when it started. Yeah, he's 19 now, yeah. and I was like, well, I'm not sharing the story because I'm going to protect him until he's ready. And he has said to me at times, you can share my story if it will help one person. And he knew what we were doing August 1st. I haven't shared Jake's part of the story. But, yeah, 2016 was brutal, okay? Yeah. And we, Jeff has told the story about how, how many people close to him, I mean, extremely close to him, that passed away and the frustration level that we didn't feel management understood we're going through a tough time. Well, at the same time, my son attempts suicide. Yeah. That is scary as can be, okay? So I'm, I remember exactly what it was. I was in La Mesa about a mile from your house yeah. getting a haircut, and all of a sudden I get a message, hey, I slipped my wrist. Yeah. You know, I, I cut myself and now you're running home and you're calling the cops. And now you're like, by the time I get there, can I get from to La Mesa to East Lake in time? Fuck. And is my kid going to be alive? The, the, how scary that is. And so, you know, boom, he's in a hospital and then boom, he's moved up to Los Angeles, another hospital. You and I are still trying to do a morning show Holy shit. and we're moving on. Management knew what was, was, was going on and, and whatever that business is business. It, mm. You know, people say, don't you have a lot of animosity towards them letting you go when your kid's in the hospital? No, so that's, much bigger than them. Yeah. It didn't, that it wasn't a big deal that you don't understand. Things worked out time wise for me perfectly for what he needed i couldn't imagine having a job where i had to be somewhere eight hours a day and yeah. and not be able to do it thank goodness i was able to afford to take two and a half years off basically and be with him but i had to be with him every day because yeah. even when you think things are okay anyone who fights depression you never know when it's going to flip and it can flip in a second it can go from having a great day to a bad day in a second and so you go to sleep at night and then you go and am i going to wake up in the morning and he's going to be alive because once yeah. it happens once and he's attempted it now a few times yeah where things have gone bad and boom back in the hospital again and mm -hmm. then you're dealing with it again and then I mean, we went to a stage where we're calling the police and ambulance is coming here's the worst part about it number one is you know my neighbors don't know what's going on they all that they see is they put them in handcuffs which sucks Fuck. because not like he did something to, yeah. to to pull a gun out or something what he did was they put you in handcuffs to protect you well the neighbors think he got arrested for doing something crazy mm -hmm. that's not it. it was to protect himself from hurting himself so he was embarrassed, you know, and you go through that. That doesn't and help. That doesn't help at all. I mean, it was, it was terrible to sit in the back of a police car for a long time before they even leave while they're yeah. filling out reports. And you're like, dude, get him out of here. Don't yeah, sit there and let terrible. people walk by and look at him like he's a zoo animal. Yeah. And then he, uh, he he goes through this process. But, man, Jeff, I can't tell you how many times, night after night, that you go to bed and you're going, am I going to wake up? He's going to be alive. Because it's not like, hey, um, this is a cry for help. This is like, yeah. I'm, I'm, there's a major struggle. I mean, when I say cut himself, cut himself, oh, yeah. and you see the... The video that he posted, he has tattoos that he has all over his body. Number one, his mom and I didn't approve any tattoo that he has. Those are tattoos that he got to, to mask the pain mm -hmm. or to hide the scars of where he cut himself. 
Mm-hmm. And so, he, you know, he, he's embarrassed by the cuts on his arms or his neck or whatever else that he has. He doesn't have tattoos on his neck, but he has tattoos all over his body. Anyway, he comes up with this video, and I asked him, I said, are you okay? You know, of course, you want to ask, why would you do this now? When Mac Miller died on Friday, he, was yeah. sh- he, he, was sh- he shook him up. Fuck yeah. And so uh, you posted something. I was like, did he post something? I didn't know. I didn't know he made a video. The outpouring support was great for him. I even mm-hmm. said to him yesterday, I go, it shows you you're loved. I go, Mike Costa straight out just wrote, I love you, Jake Pelle. I mean, yeah. clear as day. Yeah. Brian Wilson, who I haven't talked to in two years, more than two years, sent me the nicest notes. I mean, people, nice. people know, Jim Trotter, who was here in the garage yeah. two weeks ago, goes, Dave, I had no idea. Well, it's not something I'm going to bring up. No. So um, it was it was big, but it's it's a real story. It happens to many of you, as Jeff and I have, have heard. So many people have privately messaged us that don't put it mm-hmm. for everyone to see their struggle. It, man, it is everywhere. And it is oh, from yeah. people that you would least expect it from. It is it is freaking everywhere. And so you you, you got to watch what you say. I mean, so many things we say because we, we're smart asses are funny. But, man, so many people, it turn, think, things turn so fast for them. You're right. It, it was brave. For a 19-year-old kid, it was brave. I was proud of him. Yeah, I was too. And and what happened, at least what happened for me, um, and what I hope happens for him too, is it's a little bit like when you have infection and you start to get a little bit of that poison out a little bit. Yeah. And it still hurts, and it's still irritating as shit. But then you get a little bit more out. You get a little bit more out, and then uh, you just you, you win today, man. And that's it. That's the scariest thing I would think as a parent is you really are helpless. You can provide as much love and support as humanly as possible, but you are still ultimately <laughs> what happens today is up to uh his own personal demons yeah and and up to him and and i saw a guy on there i even fucking react to him and i was glad jake didn't react to him too fucking guy who's saying uh oh well you know there's plenty of people in uniform that don't you know don't have these issues i go you want to call jim fucking benton court you want me to give yeah. me Jim Bentoncourt's number there are plenty of people i know in uniform that that have had these issues Do you want that have reached out to us yeah jim told me plenty of stories about guys and guys in uniform that have struggled yeah i go what a fucking uneducated opinion but because this is kind of a social media thing too he has 44 followers we have somewhere around ten thousand yeah. combined uh, if i acknowledge that guy you know then five thousand exactly. people are all of a sudden aware of his message yep well, right now it's 44. Fuck, there's more people on the trolley than there are listening to this dipshit. I thought, what a gutless thing to say and what a clueless thing to say. Um, but I, I was proud of him. I, I just, I, I will remind any of you and, and Dave, for, for the people that don't, that pay attention to it and are concerned about it and everything else, that is all fantastic. Um, it doesn't do any good. I think Jake knows he's loved. Uh, I do. I think he knows he's loved. I, I matter of fact, I, I guarantee he does. But man, on those days when you go dark, none of that matters. And his darkness is is much deeper than mine's ever been. But I think that's one of the things that he and I have connected on. He and I have always had a great relationship yeah, as I've had with Josh, and I, I'm very proud of that. But I think he understands. He goes, fuck, man, this guy gets it. Yeah. But but his that deeper depth, man, and I, I'm telling you that it's just 
yeah, it's great. You keep them laughing, but on you know, whenever it was, and I'll tell you this too, because I, I talk about everything on the show. I've taken myself off the Lexapro, and I've been off it for about two weeks, and I think it's okay. It's in my car. Um, it's there if I need it. But I had started on five, and then they wanted me to go up to 10, and what I found was when I went to 10, I was too inconsistent. I would take 10 on Monday. It felt like it threw me off a lot, just for me. It felt like it what threw me off. What do you mean, me. what, what it threw you off on? It kind of made me a little bit more aggro. Now I'm an iced tea drinker. And and when I go, I'll get a Starbucks, I'll get a Vente Black Iced Tea on Sweeten. I'm trying to get away from soda or doing anything yep. like that. But, you know, that's a high caffeine level. So I don't know if the Black Iced Tea mixing with the Lexapro, I don't know. But it felt like it would leave me a little bit more on edge. And so if I took 10 milligrams, I was not doing it consistently enough. I was not. When I started, I was a consistent 5 milligrams every day. And then I would get to 10 on Monday and nothing on Tuesday and 5 on Wednesday and nothing on Thursday and 10 on Friday, and it just threw me off. So at a certain point, I was just like, well, I haven't taken it for four days, so all right, I'm not going to take it again. Um, when I'm driving, if people are slow in the you know the lane next to the fast lane, I'm probably a little quicker to be like, what? Fuck! <laughs> but I like doing that. I really do. I've always done that. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to shoot you. I don't yeah. want you to. I don't try to drive you off the road. I'm just like ah, dumb shit. But overall, I think I'm. I think I'm okay. And the good thing is, like I said, it's there if I feel like I need it. Um, I don't feel the waves that I was feeling. I felt like it was a little bit, you know, bobbing in the water a little bit. Not like highs and lows, but you just kind of felt it bobbing a little bit emotionally. You felt like you were bobbing. I don't feel that way anymore. Again, it's just for me, yeah. right? Um, we we do not overhype our credentials, but I like I don't mind sharing it with people and telling you, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, everybody's chemistry is different, but it, it's just uh, I'm just really proud of them, and I and I I just you know my girl Katie is fighting it hard. Mosier, this fucking kid. I was trying to track Mosier down, and I got scared because she wasn't getting back to me. Yeah. And I was concerned about uh, where she was and just emotionally, where she was spiritually, the whole thing. But I just I'd check in on her. So I'm just thinking about you. I just let it be. That's it. I didn't, I didn't give a shit if she responded or not because I felt like if she looks at it, she told me text messages give her anxiety because she feels like I need to respond. What is this? The whole thing. So I would just write, hey, I'm thinking about you. Well, this fucking kid, almost called her a maniac, and then she'd probably be like, what are you name-calling me for? So you saw the Trump speech the other day, right? Yeah. Where the kid with the plaid shirt yeah. was doing all this shit. So people are sending tweets out and little videos of the kid in the plaid shirt. Mosher responds to one of these. She hasn't been on Twitter in like two weeks. She responds to one of them, and it gets picked up, and it got like 8,000 likes. 8,000. Then she does a second one. Again, not edgy at all, just very cute, very funny. Talking about the kid in the plaid shirt, and like another 7,000 likes. She hasn't been on Twitter wow. in two months. She has two fucking tweets. They got 15,000 likes on it. So then she has the fucking audacity to say... uh, you know, I've been away from social media. 
every time my phone beeps with the Twitter notification, it gives me anxiety. And a couple of my tweets got picked up. Yeah, they did <laughs> by like five national media sources. <laughs> and she goes, I, I just, I don't know if I'm funny, if I'm not funny. This is very hard on me. I wrote back, I go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I go, you do two fucking tweets, I get 20,000 likes. Fuck you, I told her. You're buying fucking beers. Why am I offering to buy you beers? Like 20,000. It was so funny. I cracked up laughing. But like out of respect and love to her, I know she said she hates it when her phone buzzed. It yeah. buzzed 20,000 times. Hilarious. She'll never be on Twitter again. No. But our friend Larry Thomas reached out. And, oh, another guy for the guy earlier. 28 years in law enforcement. Yeah, he hasn't yeah, seen anything. Exactly. And Larry wrote the nicest message to Mosher, and he said, Katie... Please don't stop on Twitter. We love seeing what you're doing and what you're up to. Keep going. I said, I don't need her bullshit. <laughs> I don't think there's a nicer guy than Larry Thomas. He's pretty goddamn nice. Yeah. I kind of like Alan Taylor and Amy. I think Larry Thomas over Mark Grant right now. I think Larry Thomas is that nice of a guy. <laughs> yeah. Because when... You know why Mark Grant's a dick? Yeah. Let's hear it. Because when poor Don Orsillo was stuck in a two and a half hour rain delay the other day, did you see what they did to Ursillo? No. They had people at Fox Sports San Diego that were tracking what Don ate during the two-and-a-half-hour rain delay. Brisket, ribs, macaroni and cheese, ice cream, like whatever else you yeah. got. And they put a fucking graphic up. They, <laughs> they, they fucked Don over. I think Mud was behind all that. That would be that, that's a good goddamn team. Uh, so that was the first thing, just appreciation for Jake. And I can't believe it, Dave. In less than a week, I've lost another person who's like a parent to me. And I often talk about my friend who's a scout for the Washington Nationals. It's my buddy Ben Gallo. Grew up with Coach Quintero. Yeah. San Diego played uh, with the uh, San Jose Bees. And I used to ask him what it was like with Steve Howe. He goes, fuck, Steve Howe fixed my car. Um, his brother Tommy, his brother Marty, and I all worked at the liquor store. Their sister Marianne cut my hair from the time I was 15 till I was probably 33. Phil and I were in the same math class that I was in with Joel Rods. I mean, this family has been great, and their father, Carmine, passed away today at the age of 90. Oh my gosh. And after my friend Laura's mom, Mary Jo, passed away on Monday, uh, I lost Carm today. And the thing where Carm and I hit it off uh, Italian, and yep. he owned Swiss Dairy. Remember Swiss Dairy in San Diego had been around forever. When you would go into the store, uh, you can't you can't say you can't smile or you can't say Swiss without smiling. I think was the logo. But Carm uh, grew up a fight fan, and he so we would go over to his house on fight night forever, and he loved. Not only did he love talking fights and being fights, but he loved it because I would ask him about Tony Zale or Marciano or guys, you know, Ray Robinson. And he yeah. loved it because, shit, I was 17 or 18 and, you know, these fucking yeah. dinks were all watching, you know, Ray Leonard. But he, it's always better in your day. Of but I, I loved hearing all those stories about those guys and we connected. And it was ironic that when my friend Shane was in the hospital two years ago, I hadn't seen Carmen in a long time, and we would find ourselves uh, waiting in the, the lobby of the hospital, and we would just visit. And, you know, Dave, he was so great to me 
as he was to Cheech and all of our other friends, he treated us all like we were his sons. And he, anytime I did something for the Chargers or the Padres or whatever we were doing, he took a great deal of pride in that because he loved me, which made him love you. Italian, I mean, Italian to the core. But he also did the greatest thing that I've ever seen a father do. And the 10 of us have teased my friend Tommy about this. Tommy Gallo is the guy, by the way, that we always tell the story about, that uh, when he was playing at Miracosta and, and Quintero was his coach, Tom got pissed because he misplayed a ball in center and he chucked his glove over the fence, right? Like, yeah. who is a fucking Tanner? Who's the yeah. Tanner on Bad News Bears? <laughs> yes. Tommy chucks it over the fence. The coach told him, Tom, you go get that glove. You can just keep walking. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. So coach ran Tommy out of there. And uh, but at, uh, at his brother Marty's wedding, uh, Tom was the best man. And Felix Taverna's brother, Greg Taverna, was the DJ. Yeah. So he said, hey, we're going to have Tom come up and say a few words. Well, it's his it's his. You know, his brother, and while they weren't twins, they were like best friends. So Tom gets a little choked up, right? He's struggling a little bit. So Greg Taverna fucking says, all right, I'm going to play a couple songs. We'll let Tommy have a minute. How about that? You just get wow. fucking played off for your best man speech. So Tom's all fucking mad already that Felix's <laughs> brother just gave him the hook. And uh, he comes over, and there's like six of us there. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can't, even, I can't even enjoy my brother's wedding. And Carm comes out of the blue like Jack Ruby. We don't even see him coming. Tommy, you're drunk. Get a hold of yourself. And we fucking lost it. Lost it. A group of 12 guys just fell on the floor laughing because we love Carm. And Tom's like, what? I'm not drunk. Jesus Tommy, you're drunk. Get a hold of yourself. And we fucking laughed our ass off. And poor Tom. Tom drinks one fucking half a beer. Somebody at the table is going to tell him, you're drunk. Get a hold of yourself. And uh, it was just great, man. But I, I tell you, Dave, what what we had there was, while Mary Jo was a mother, Carm much more so as a father, yeah. it's who you want to be. It's exactly who you want to be as a dad. He was 90 years old, but it's a huge void for all of us, like your dad's passing, Dave. It's a huge void for all of us that knew him and loved him, and as I said to their family, more importantly, those of us who laughed with him. Yeah. Because, goddamn, when I was with him, he and I laughed, and we laughed. And you go, he had some years on me, but fuck, did we laugh and talk to fights. And when I, when I talked to Ben yesterday and I said, Hey man, I just, uh, I'm devastated. He said, call your mom and call your dad and tell him you love him because their mom passed away a few years ago and, uh, and just do it, man. And I said, I think about it with my kids, but I think about it for those of us that are lucky enough that both parents are still alive. If one of them's still alive, Man, do not let that day go by without checking in on your parents and saying hello and tell them they'd love them. Uh, Carm was one of a kind. Anybody in Encinitas that knows the Gallo family, Phil, Marianne, Tom, Marty, Benny, uh, Martha was the mother, was just outstanding how she kept every one of those maniacs in one piece. I have no idea. But Carmine Gallo from Swiss Dairy, God damn, man, there'll never be another one like him. I loved him very much and will miss him very much. Uh, absolutely. Should I, speaking of coach, should I ask coach if he's interested in coaching with me at Benita Vista? You know, David, be great. I'm not really sure I'm a baron. 
I think I'm kind of more like a prince. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing, and the ladies down there at Bonita Vista know one thing. I look good in a pair of baseball pants. <laughs> and the problem is that a lot of the husbands say, oh, you think you can get that? And the mom say, I don't know. And the dad say, well, you want to take a lap around the track with the big guy from Torrey Pines? That's good. Good luck. And I, Dave, I don't get involved in any of that. I just say, hey, if you can make your way to the snack bar, <laughs> we're just raising money for some some local organizations. Maybe get yourself a little thing of those uh, dips. Dave, you like those? Yeah. Those little Nestle Crunch dips. They're good on a hot day. But, hey, maybe every now and then I take a look over. I give a little wink, you know, play the game a little bit. It makes the ladies feel good about themselves. But I'm happily married. That's great. But I wouldn't do it. But, again, I don't know if I'm much of a baron. We might have to change that name. Can we change? Can we be the Bonita Vista Barracudas? No, we can't. What do you mean, no? The name's been around since 1966. Well, shit, a lot of things have been around since 1966. And then they changed. Maybe, Dave, I can get you... A beautiful Curtis Mathis 1966 model TV. Would you like that, you fucking fuck? <laughs> hey, I knew Carm Gallo, too. Taught him a lot about the dairy business. I did. I taught him everything he knew. He would deny that. But right now, I'm the only one talking, so I guess I win. <laughs> the only guy. Haley Stewart nice enough to tell him he could come back tomorrow after, after he threw his glove. Well, a lot of Tom, guys have kicked him off the team. Carm supported me on that wholeheartedly. He knew his son Tom was a hothead. He knew it. And he was not as calm, cool, and collected as Carm was, and it made both of us frustrated. Made Ben frustrated, too. What did you tell him again? When ben he was so frustrated, he gave up 44 home runs one season. <laughs> a lot of guys who look like Scooter Gannett. I told him, I said, Tom, you go get that glove, you keep walking. Take your way right over there to your mom's station wagon. Drive your sorry ass out of here. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> That's <so good. laughs> the guy, uh, the guy, the guy, uh, Mickey. I was telling you about at West yeah. Hills. He'd write all the kids' names down on the grease board every time. Like, the, here's the lineup. Here's the guys on the team. And as soon as you you screwed up, if you messed up a bunt or yeah. you, you didn't you didn't make the turn a double play, go to the grease board. Cross your name off and just walk to the car. Like these kids, bottom of their hand. Shoot, I think I got to cross my name off this board. It's so funny. All right, let me think. I did get an East Lake shirt. I think I bought it, but that's all right. Yeah. Um, I got you. I got plenty of Alabama shirts. You and Josh were always good. Not enough, but I got some. You guys were always sending stuff off. What colors are we now at Benita Vista? Okay, here's the funny thing about that. You asked that question. Is when you look at the football team and the school colors, it says they are navy blue, white, and Vegas gold. Oh, wow. Okay, but for some reason, the baseball team is yellow. Like the Rams, you know, yellow helmet with a yellow uh, horn, like the old school okay. Rams. So I'm, I asked the kids the other day, I go, if we got new uniforms, I go, do you guys want Vegas gold or do you go yellow? I don't understand where the, where the yellow yeah. came from. It's like East Lake High School's colors. Are green, silver, and and blue, but everyone thinks their colors are like Rancho Bernardo's colors, like like black, white, and blue. Yeah, I've always thought they were blue. Yeah, like blue and white. Yeah, and so but you uh, guys now. So I so thought they were purple. They're not no, purple. No, no, navy. No, and that they have navy white and gold. Navy, yeah, navy white and gold. Now it's either gold or Vegas gold. So which, now, which Vegas, color looks better? What do you think? Do you go St. Louis Rams or LA Rams colors? That's what it basically is. Oh, I like the St. Louis Rams yeah. colors. That's what the kids like said they wanted. They wanted the Vegas gold. Yeah. The, the B on the hat looks like the UCLA Bruins B. 
I'll hook you up. What color? What color? Uh, navy hat with that? I'm gonna mix it up. I'd like to get three hats. Well, I'm gonna call yeah. my shot right here. I'd like to go okay. with a, a white hat with the with the the blue bill. I'd like to go with oh, uh, with okay. uh, a, a navy blue hat with the uh, the Vegas gold bill and uh, and possibly whatever Vegas gold with the with the blue bill. But I told the kids we're gonna do the best we can to get the best stuff. I want the kids to they, they had a tough couple of years. Some of the stories that I it's funny. I said to the kids the Mike Dickett line the past is for cowards. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to hear about your bad coach or whatever you went through in the past. Listen, we're moving forward from this day on. But, man, they wouldn't stop talking. And they had a b- bad run. So uh, they, they deserve to be treated better, and that's what we're going to try and do. And Fresh start for that old yeah. coach. He'll be all right. Off he goes. And, I don't uh, know, Dave. He and, may not be. And so don't know. And, I'll tell you where he'll be coaching. I, I can't control that, even though he thinks I control that. I don't control that. It's – um. What I'll say is this. I'm looking for guys as you put the staff together when I yeah. ask you about coach. I'm looking for guys that are going to coach up. I mean, that's what I want. I want a whole Brett group Boone. of people that are going to coach up. And the funny thing is, if I asked Brett to come by, Brett would come by. I'm, yeah. and I am Before the season starts, I'm going to ask Mark Grant to come by and talk to him a little bit. Because yeah. I think that's what these guys need as far as a little bit of experience, a little bit of that attitude as far as, hey, you work hard, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to have Cali Comfort stock the snack bar. Can you imagine that? Yeah, we need like tr- something else. Uh, brisket sandwiches. What do you think we have there? What Sean's do they sell gonna, right now? Sean's going to kill you. Sean's going to always volunteer him. Oh, fuck. He's going to kill you. Yeah, I tried to take my kids over there next week for the Canelo fight because Friday's birthday. Yeah, I want to say this. It's funny you just brought up Sean's name, by the way, because yeah. today I was at, at the Charger game. Sean's at the Charger game. Yeah, I tried to take Jack and Kate to uh, Triple G Canelo. He said 21 and over. Can you believe that? Is that right? Yeah, Can you believe ran it? Ran them right up. Do like the three, the little rascals used to do. Just stack them up on top of each other with the big <laughs> coat. <laughs> Just walk in. <laughs> be so great. Yeah, dude, go that route. Um, but it's funny, Sean. Text now I gotta me. take them to Shakey's in TJ to see the fight. <laughs> TJ. So Sean, Sean texts me because are you here? Well, that's exactly what happened on December thirty first. Yeah. And I didn't go see Sean. You know, like holy shit, dude. I honestly, man, I couldn't do it. I, because last time this same exact message yeah. came through was yeah, when last, saying that. last time I saw CS. Yeah. And you brought up CS when you oh, walked in the, when the garage. It was really strange. Today was a CS day. It felt like uh, I couldn't stop thinking about him because it was the last time I saw him was right there. It was just like that. Sean and him were texting me saying, come see us. And I turned to the guy next to me who I'm friends with, works for Sirius Radio. And I said, you know what? Last time I sat here, I go, that was my last normal day. Yeah. And I kind of explained the story Holy to him. Holy shit, yeah, huh? It was very weird. And so, Sean... We're said, right, though, man. It's like things yeah. are moving forward. They're, no, they're, they're 100% moving forward. But uh, And it has nothing to do. It's just strange how things, memories just came rushing back. And so, Sean didn't say, hey, you're going to come by and see me. But we were just texting back and forth. But it was very... I'm sure for him, in those exact same seats, yeah. thinking, Fuck. last time I was here, CS was sitting right to my right. I bet. I have not talked to Sean today after that. It's weird. Um... Our friend Katie Temple has been great because we had said on a podcast, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago, kind of like we said tonight with the parents, check in on your friends. And so now a couple of times a week I'll get a text from her saying, hey, I'm checking in on my friend. How are you? Which is just so incredibly great. And I would say speaks volumes about who she is. It doesn't even scratch the surface on who she is as a friend, how great Katie Temple is. Um, But she said, she sent me a message today and it was very weird because it said, I miss CS very much right now. And this morning I'm with my sons and I was like burning CDs, music CDs for the car, like mix, basically mixtapes, just songs they like. And 
I don't feel like changing CDs in and out. And so I was just kind of sitting there. We were dicking around on iTunes watching the Viking game and, and putting some stuff together. And there's a show that's coming up that Sinbad is on. And they were running the clip. You know, some guy lost his wife to the barber. It's like a comedian. And Sinbad plays like a minister. Yeah. But he says something in this promo that sounds absolutely the same way CS would say it. Voice and cadence and the whole thing. And it like stopped me in my tracks. I was like, God damn. And so half hour later for half hour later for Katie to say that, I was like, God, the show, it's like Sinbad always made yeah. me laugh. But I go, just the way he said it, it sounded exactly like it. And I looked up for a second. And I, my initial reaction is, what the fuck see us doing now? And then you're like, shit, man, he's not coming back. He's not coming back. So, yeah, the whole thing, Dave, I hadn't even thought about that. The last time charges were there at StubHub, he was there too, man. Uh, yeah, you just, you're checking in your friends and everything. And our, uh, my the final note on Katie, which was very funny, is uh, I had a run of shirts made yeah. for some friends of mine. And so just people that had been at the event and said, hey, I need a shirt. We had run out of the ladies' shirts really quick. So I sent her a message. I said, hey, I've got a handful of these shirts, and I think they're going to go quick. Did you get one at the event? And if not, let me tuck one aside for you. She writes me back immediately. Well, I won't rock it as nice as Lisa Ann did, but I'll do my best. And I go, God damn. I go, that's just the difference between yeah. women, right? All the women can be cool as shit. Can you imagine if somebody says to you, hey, Dave, I can get you a shirt. And you're like, well, I won't look as good as Dan Cohen did. And people are like, what the fuck happened to you? What'd you say? I won't look like Carlos Omesqua did in this yeah, shirt. That's so funny. People are like, you all right, Dave? <laughs> Seeing colors? Um, so are we back tomorrow? Yeah, we're back tomorrow. It should, should be fun. We'll have the Raider game on at the same time we're doing this. It'll be yeah. easy. Raider game on. Um, we are still taking submissions for logos. Some yeah. really cool things have come in, and I appreciate it very much. Uh, send them to me at jpdots at the yahoo.com, and I'll forward them to Dave. New Look website's coming this week, which we're excited about. Patreon, we'll have more information on Patreon coming up this week. But just uh, in tribute to our friend Jake Palais and in tribute to Carm Gallo, check in on your friends, but most importantly, check in on the parents, man. Uh, not too many as cool as Carm, and he will definitely be missed. Perfect. We'll see you tomorrow night. I turned on the evening news, saw an old man being interviewed, turning a hundred and two today. They asked him what's the secret to life, he looked up from his old pipe, laughed and said all I could say is, don't blame just like that, you're six years old and you take a nap And you wake up and you're 25 Then your high school sweetheart becomes your wife Don't blink, you 
Just might miss your babies growing like mine did Turning into moms and dads Next thing you know You better have a 50 years is there in bed And you're praying God takes you instead Trust me friend A hundred years goes faster than you think So don't blink I was glued to my TV when it looked like he looked at me and said Best start putting first things first Cause when your hourglass runs out of sand You can't rip it over and start again Take every breath God gives you for what it's worth and Don't blink just like that, you're six years old and you take a nap And you wake up and you're 25 Then your high school sweetheart becomes your wife Don't blink, you just might miss your babies growing like mine did Turning into moms and dads, next thing you know You better have a 50 years is there and there Praying God takes you instead Trust me friend A hundred years goes faster than you think So don't blink So I've been trying to slow it down I've been trying to take it easy in this here today, gone tomorrow world we're living in Don't blink Just like that, you're six years old And you take a nap And you wake up and you're 25 And your high school sweetheart becomes your wife Don't blink You just might miss your babies growing like mine did Turning into moms and dads Next thing you know You better have a 50 years Is there in bed And you're praying God takes you instead Trust me friend A hundred years goes faster than you think So don't blink No, don't blink Life goes faster than you think, so don't blink. Life goes faster than you think, don't blink. Don't blink. Life goes faster than you.